Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu, and I'm always scouting the globe, looking for entrepreneurs, influencers, making a dent in today's society, doing good for the world. And so in that light, I'm always interviewing people in the digital marketing, marketing entrepreneurship space. And so today we have Russell and he's the chief architect, which we'll <laughs> find out what that is a little bit later, but this is going to be all from a um, business strategy standpoint, uh, a high level overview, and it's going to be a fascinating discussion. Um, and I'll let, I'll introduce Rich and uh, Russell and um, welcome him to the show. Welcome, Russell. Well, thanks for having me, Chris. I'm Kind of excited to talk to y'all. So, yeah, yeah I am the uh, chief architect, which yeah. is my made-up word of marketing architect. <laughs> yeah, um, what's what's interesting is uh, you call yourself the CEO's marketing sherpa, and I'm I'm always I get curious whenever I hear new terms or new phrases. So, tell us more about what that is. Yeah. So. Um, well, my life has been one entrepreneurial roller coaster after another. Um, my father raised me to be an entrepreneur, and and I was that kid. And you know, I think it was grade school. I was drawing my own comic books with Greek gods and trying to sell them. And over the last thirty some odd years, um, for better or not, I've started over twenty different businesses and. While that was a journey of insanity at some points, um, I've also been very lucky to start some very successful businesses and um, help a lot of people. And kind of the marketing Sherpa idea came about when my first child was born. Um, my wife had just gotten out of gotten out of her residency program, and we were, you know, looking at each other and saying, "Hey." Uh, you know, we don't want to be one of those nanny families where we just kind of check in with the kids at night. So one of us should stay home and try to raise this child. And she looked at me and said, well, I just spent 20 years in school. Don't look at me. So <laughs> luckily I had a business at the time in the translation industry, which I could sell. Um, so my partners bought me out of that one. And the Sherpa piece came in. There's an for any entrepreneur out there, there's an amazing organization called Entrepreneurs Organization. And, you know, during that five years when I was at home being Mr. Mom, I was just the go-to guy to go to lunch and get a coffee with. And everyone just loved to pick my brain on marketing stuff. So that's kind of where this CEO's marketing Sherpa came from was. That's all I hang out with are CEOs and business owners. So, yeah, yeah, it's quite interesting. And uh, you know, like I'm always looking at for the um, the asymmetry and the, what they call asymmetry. And um, in marketing terms, it's ROI. It's like return. Like you want to put 
as little money and time as possible and you want things to blow up you know yeah. metaphorically so tell us how to reverse engineer your business for maximum marketing roi well that's just it you know and in it, it's a result of this school of hard knocks that i've put myself through i mean sometimes if you're um if you want to be an entrepreneur you got to have a little bit of a screw loose i think sometimes because <laughs> it is a difficult road and it was actually right before COVID hit when I had, um, I, I love working on whiteboards. And um, I don't know if you've ever had this where you had a whiteboard epiphany, <laughs> you know, you can just like the clouds part and the sunlight shines down and you're like, how come I've never seen this before? Um, so I was working on a whiteboard with a couple other business owners and I had this epiphany like, oh my gosh, how come no one has ever seen this before? You can actually reverse engineer your marketing to accomplish exactly what you said. I think in the world of marketing today, it's it's really hard to even define what marketing is. It's everything from you know the stickers on your water bottle to if you have your employees wearing uniforms to your website, to your social media, to even how you answer the telephone is technically marketing. And what didn't exist in the time was a toolkit that helps the business owner or the entrepreneur um, make those decisions around, hey, I have limited resources. I only have so much time, money, and opportunity. How, what, it, what is my toolkit that shows me what is the best utilization of those limited resources? And that is really what was missing or missing. And that was really what jumped out at me on that whiteboard uh, was this ability that when you reverse engineer your marketing, you're really um, defining who is your most profitable client or customer. And then where do you deploy those resources in which to get your particular message in front of them uh, to get the greatest reaction or actually have them entertain the idea of doing business with you. Yeah. So it's kind of the, the history of the plan. Um, I'm happy to walk you through what we do, but um, that's kind of the missing component in the marketing world today is, is this idea of really strategically um, decision-making and a, and a marketing blueprint and, and having boundaries and knowing your numbers of, Right, we have X number of dollars to put into this, and X number of time, or X amount of time to get results. What do we do here? Mm. And so we've developed a process to answer that question. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Um, and you know, we'll we'll, we'll go uh, into more depth and detail. And um, so, what do you think that most businesses struggle with marketing today? You know, is it team funding? I think it's the overwhelm. You know, if you every time you turn around, there's some new marketing thing in my body. There's either a network or a hack or a you know, there's social media. It's really just overwhelming. And <laughs> so um, there's this idea that's where this word the marketech came from. Is you know, if you were to build your dream home, um, you know, you you wouldn't go out and hire a general contractor and hand them all your money and say, hey, go build my dream home if you did not have a blueprint. You know, they would have no idea what to build. They don't know what size a house or how many bedrooms, you know, what direction it's facing, what are the materials, what are the budgets, any of that information. And, you know, over the last 10, 15 years of working with CEOs, 
that's exactly what they do. They realize that in order to scale their business to the next level, uh, they need to get help with marketing. And so they just go hire random gurus or freelancers or agencies and hand them a bunch of money and say, hey, I want to build my business. Go help me build my business. But nobody has this thing called a blueprint for marketing. And so the question becomes, all right, how do you make this blueprint? Hmm. And uh, what, um, so when this blueprint, you know, there's, there's probably, you know, of strategies and how did they find the one, the two marketing strategies that actually move the needle forward and, you know, yeah, great question. Well, every business is unique. And so the, the next logical sequence is, you know, for every unique business or offer or product or service, you're also going to have a unique customer that buys that product or service. And so what we did is um, all your scientists are going to love this. Uh, I, I, I thought to myself, one of the things on that whiteboard epiphany was this idea of a master marketing equation. And what are those base elements that regardless of how unique your business is in particular is, what are those elements that are going to work no matter what? Um, it's kind of the periodic table of, of marketing, if you will, right? The base elements of marketing. And so we created this formula. We treat it much like a, an algebraic equation. Um, it's called the master marketing equation. And everyone's heard this, but um, what, we, what we would be really valuable is to break it down and kind of think it through and understand its value. But it's Marketing is a game of probabilities. There's no switch that says, hey, if you do this, you're going to get this. There's no binary relationship in marketing. So it's a lot like stock investing. You kind of got to do your research. You don't necessarily want to take that hot tip from your buddy at the bar. You know, you, you want to stack the odds of success in your favor. That's really what we're doing. And so the master marketing equation is if you can show and, and tell me if you think this is right, Chris, or not, if you can show the right message to the right person at the right time and place, then chances are you're going to have successful marketing, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. So now if you look at this like a math equation, we call this RM plus RP plus RTP, the time and place are your strategies. That's the, you know, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, blogs, whatever your marketing channels are. But if you look at that and the message, both of those are 100% dependent on the right person for the business, right? So if you're, for instance, if you're, um, well, let's just use a doctor, for example, since I know a little bit about that world. But um, let's say you're a doctor and you're starting a concierge practice. Do you want to have the Medicaid patients as your patient population or do you want to have the wealthy 1% uh, as your population of, of choice. And e either one's fine. You can do whatever you want to do. It's your choice to make. But what we do is we come in and say, hey, look, um, the first thing you want to do is be really clear on what is the business you want to build. But also the next step is if you've been in business for any length of time, um, go back and look at where do you make the money? Every business out there has uh, what's called the 80-20 uh, principle where typically you have, you know, 80% of your profits are driven from 20% of your clients. And it's true across everything. 80% of your headaches are probably driven from 20% of your clients. Mm 
and you know 80% of your customer service 80% of there's always this 80 20 well we know marketing to be very expensive and time money and opportunity so it stands to reason then if you're going to define who is the right person for the business why not define that person as the most profitable person for the business and then so that solves for the r uh, rp who is the right person and the logic goes, hey, look, we, we know that this is the most profitable client for the business. If we go out and get more of those, it, should things work out? And obviously, and, um, and then we just, then it's a matter of just doing the hard part, right? Which is the part nobody wants to do. It's the unsexy part, but it's doing the customer research. You know, in a concierge practice, you probably have a low turnover as far as the number of transactions. Um, like a B2B business would have this as well. It's not like an e-commerce business where you have hundreds of transactions every day. So obvious course of action there is pick up the telephone and have a conversation with them. And there's a specific format or a specific methodology for doing proper research in that you don't want people to tell you what they think but what they know and what they experience. And you don't want them to speculate. You want them to just basically relate their true experiences. And another truism in there is people don't know what they want. So you can't say, hey, when you're thinking about choosing a concierge doctor, what are you looking for? Because they don't know. But they can sure tell you what they don't want. And that's the approach we want to go. So um, we do that research. They tell us what are the problems that... I need solved. And then it's a one-to-one equation. It's, do you solve that problem for them? There's your messaging. There's your book, like all your marketing languages in there, your headlines, you record the calls, you transcribe them and, and it's gold. And then while you're at it, you might as well ask them and say, Hey, you know, when you're trying to solve that problem, where do you go to solve it? You know, so the, the Medicare patient is, um, you know, probably going to certain places, Google or wherever to try and find a concierge doctor that can help them. And the high net worth individual is probably going to different places. They're probably going to peer groups and, you know, things like that. Well, there's your strategies, right? So if you want to go after the Medicare, Medicaid patient, put your marketing where they say they go to and vice versa with the uh, high net worth individuals. Hmm. Interesting. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, you know, well, part of marketing is also um, like having a, a team as well. So, you mm-hmm. know, what does the A team of marketing look like today? That's that's a great question. So we build our businesses in groups of three. I think the ideal marketing team is going to be led by, and the most important role is a copywriter. Not necessarily a content writer, but someone that knows how to write marketing and sales copy, sales or copy that can move people to action. That's that's kind of the primary role and the most important role. And then I find that you actually probably should have a technical person that can connect, you know, your website, your web pages, all your social media accounts, all the tracking and analytics, all that stuff. And then the third person is probably a designer, like a graphics person who can make everything look on brand and according, you know, according to what you want. And if they have a background in conversion optimization, where they know how to place buttons and things above the fold, that's great. But if you can get those three people, even in a part-time capacity working together, 
you can get an amazing amount of marketing out there and completed. Yeah. Yeah. Really interesting uh, discussion. How do, uh, you know, how do people contact you and, and follow you um, and reach out to you? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, so one of the things I, I argue against is doing marketing just for marketing's sake, right? So while we primarily invest our limited resources in uh, our YouTube channel at Marketing Plan Formula, um, and then our website is uh, same marketingplanformula.com. And what, what we run is basically uh, an advanced marketing certification program for entrepreneurs, marketing professionals, anyone that wants to really learn how to move the needle with marketing. We basically teach them our 30 years of experience in this industry and, and teach them how to do this uh, blueprinting process. And our graduates, we lovingly refer to as Marketech pros. They're our marketing architects. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so for all the listeners out there, let's thank Russell for coming on to the show. Um, really interesting, uh, high-level uh, talk about marketing, getting the maximum ROI, different strategies, and uh, be sure to follow him. He's on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube, as well as uh, his website. All of these resources will be in the links and show notes. And um, with that, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast. You betcha. It was a pleasure to be here. Um, I'd love to continue the conversation with anyone that wants to. It's obviously what I love to talk about. Um, so I'm happy to help anyone anytime. My my reason for being is to help the small entrepreneur. So that's um, that's where we get all the value in our lives is the, us crazy people who take the chance and go start something. So thanks for having me, Chris. Much ado, be sure to thank this show's sponsors, and we'll see you next week.